you know, you knew you were in a bubble and you, you could feel yourself getting exhausted. Like, how did that feel? Literally exhausting. That's the only word. And yeah. I just hate the idea of being exhausted now. Like now I've really realized, especially with uh, the balance theory and the balance theory podcast, that the balance is just, it's holistic, it's ever-changing and you can enjoy balance. You don't have to do absolutely everything yeah. at absolutely every minute. Welcome to The Balance Theory, a podcast aimed at arming you with tools and tips so that you are well-equipped to not only identify and define, but own your own definition of balance. I'm your host, Erica, and thank you for joining me today. Hey, Balancer, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Balance Theory podcast. I don't know about you guys, but I find that when I'm tuning into podcasts, it's something I really look forward to. It's normally when I'm either driving to work, I'm going for a walk, or maybe I'm even on the train. I know for a lot of people as well, it's their downtime. So really happy that you're choosing to spend that with me. Now this week, the big, big focus is all about you. It's about our beautiful balancer community that we've grown and developed almost over the last year. We're almost at our one year anniversary. And You know, I'm just constantly getting so many beautiful messages, requests, and people just sharing their takeaways or things that have really connected with them on the podcast. And it completely warms my heart. And so what we're actually going to do today is we are interviewing one of our listeners, someone who's reached out to me personally to share how profound different areas or topics have been in their personal life. And I thought it would be really cool to pick their brain and pull apart the theory a little bit deeper and see, I guess, what the biggest takeaways have truly been for that person. Now, before I introduce her and tell you a little bit about what our discussion is going to be around today, I have also had quite a few requests on books and other podcasts that I personally listen to. So I thought I'd just open and share that with you all. So what podcast does a podcaster listen to? It's a great question. I guess my favorite podcast, I have like different podcasts for different interest areas of mine. So one that's quite similar to a lot of the topics that we discuss on this podcast is Rise and Conquer podcast by Georgie Stevenson. That's really great for like mindset. Um, I almost take it as like life coaching, to be honest, but I love just tuning into her episodes and she has amazing guests as well. I also love listening to The School of Greatness by Lewis Howes. That's where I go to really learn something new, where I really just want to educate myself. He has a lot of like doctors and sciencey people on. There's always something really interesting about the human body or performance, energy, all those sorts of things. So I love listening to that one as well. Another one more for like businessy type stuff is the Boss Babe podcast that's hosted by Natalie and Danielle. And they're always interviewing really amazing entrepreneurs and sharing stories and I feel like it's just a really comforting way to I guess touch base with my own journey ongoingly and lucky last this might be a bit of a shock to some of you but I also really have this thing for case file which is a true crime podcast I don't know sometimes I just love tuning into a good thriller crime which is actually quite strange because I hate scary movies I think it's more like the detective guesswork of it so as I'm listening I'm trying to guess or preempt I guess what's happened in the story but the worst is they just don't give you a disclaimer when it's not resolved so you end up listening sometimes to an hour and 20 minutes and it's like but the killer hasn't been found it's like damn it but yes that is one of my go-to podcasts as well Um, In terms of books, at the moment, I am reading a book called No Rules Rules, which is by the founder of Netflix and basically just goes through how he structured his company and the Netflix culture, I guess, what makes them different, how they've done different things in terms of business. So they've done things like remove vacation policy, paid leave, all these weird tactics that have worked really well in their favor. So that's been a really cool one to open my mind, I guess, about how to run a team or a business. 
And for all the books that I read last year, you can jump over to our Instagram. I did do a post with my top 20 reads of last year, so you can go and check that out. But if I had to pick two at the moment, it'd probably be Limitless by Jim Quick and another book called Activate Your Brain by Scott Halford, who we actually had on the podcast and his episodes are 14 and 15. If you do want to get a little sneak peek into, I guess, what he's about and his content before you go in and commit to the book. Alrighty, so that's my little two cents for the week. Now on to today's guest, beautiful Nadia. I've known Nadia for a couple of years now. So she was one of our early goers at ES Fit Bootcamp. So for those of you who don't know that, that fitness business that I run with my best friend did originally start as a bootcamp. So that's been a couple of years running and Nadia is one of our OGs. So we've sort of got a bit of history there, but she recently reached out and let me know, I guess, just how the podcast has helped her a lot in her own life, which I was so touched about. And she's just got the most beautiful personality. I thought it would be perfect to have her on and just have a really nice raw chat with someone who's just connected with the theory. And I think a lot of you are going to resonate a lot with what we spoke about today. Some of the things being, you know, before tuning into the podcast, her idea of balance was something that was just super exhausting she felt like she had to be like too much in in all the areas and do all the things all at once and it was just tiresome for her she felt like she could never get on top of her shit basically so we go through a little bit of a discussion about her initial concept of balance which is something you guys might still be personally feeling then we talk about things that make you feel bad about not reaching your own balance or what you think a balanced life should be then we bring it all around and really just talk about how you got to stay in your own lane and put yourself first and again that guilt that comes with self-care try and get rid of that because it's all about protecting your energy We also chat about the importance of high quality downtime. And if you're someone who feels like you need to be in control of everything, you're also going to love what Nadia has to say about her realizations when it comes to that. A little bit of a different episode this week. I hope you guys like it. Feel free to give me your feedback through email or via DMs. And I can't wait to hear all of your thoughts. Let's get into it. Beautiful Nadia, welcome to the Balance Theory Podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. No, me too. It's it's really nice when I get to interview people I know or have known for a while mm-hmm. because in this sort of setting, you have different conversations that we would have had, you know, when we're working out or at uni, whatever the case may be. So it's really <laughs> nice to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to get stuck into it. Yeah. Well, I know that you have been one of our OG listeners from the very, very start. So I thought it would be cool to start chatting about why you were drawn to the podcast and I guess what's kept you here all this time. Why are you still listening to me chewing your ear off every every week? Every single episode, every (laughs) single week I have listened and I've loved every minute of it. Um, So I kind of, I came across the podcast because we used to train together, we used to go to uni together and then I was OG ES fit as well. Yes, you haven't been, been showing up lately. <laughs> I know Simone's always on my back. Um, but you do have the original less attractive products to prove it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and I love them. Um, so, yeah, so I was drawn to the podcast simply because you were talking about it. You were really, you know, passionate about it and excited. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to support my friend. I'll listen to the first couple episodes. See so you did she's... a pity listen. 100%. That was definitely a pity listen. I was going to say, like, Thanks What's, to anyone doing pity listens right now. <laughs> yeah, but this is a definitely a pity listen from all my friends. Um, so I was just like, let's see what she's banging on about. And a couple episodes in, I was like, wow, she's actually, uh, she's she's really hitting hard, isn't she? She's, she's uh, got a few pain points. 
Yeah, um, hit a few, stru- struck a few chords. Definitely a few chords. So it was just uh, natural to listen, and I've like loved watching you, you know, succeed and do well. And thanks, honey. I'll support as much as I can where <laughs> I can. I'll have to bring out all these new different things. You can continue to be the OG trial R of them all. 100 oh, <laughs> percent. I will. I will do whatever you do. Whatever you do, I'll be the first one to try it out. I appreciate it. Well, since you've been here for so long, what do you reckon? So obviously, like you found the content relatable, but I guess for anyone listening, they may have their own reasons why they've stayed on with the podcast for so long. What do you think really is the key thing for you about the whole concept? So when I was listening, I think it was in the first few episodes, you were doing the rate your life out of 10 in yeah, the three areas. different departments. Yeah, yeah. So prior to this, I've always kind of been committed to being better than yesterday, you know, doing all the things, journaling, meditating. I was going through a phase where I was trying to do all of it at yes. once. And uh, we'll get into that one later. That was <laughs> something special. That was the roller coaster. Yes. But really what I've taken out of it is more of like a holistic approach, kind of getting out of my own bubble and having a more bigger, like a wider perspective mm. on what balance is at different times of your life and at you know, different, even different times of the day. Yes. Like it's not just the whole day is a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. You go from being balanced to something else and then back and then yeah, yeah, yeah. turn, you turn and 100%. Yeah, fully get that. No, I yeah. love that. I think that encapsulates quite nicely, I guess, what the variety of guests have to offer. So I'm yes. really glad that that's what struck a chord with you. But before we kind of get into, I guess, some really key points that have come out and chat a bit about concepts within the framework, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, who the hell are you, mm-hmm. and what do you do? So, who the hell am I? So, I it's a great question. I, what am I not? <laughs> I am a ray of sunshine, I would like to say. I would like to confirm. Oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> so, I run a couple businesses. I also work full-time. So, I have a plant business that I run on the side. Um, I kind of started that during coronavirus. And, like, I, I love being outdoors. I love plants. So, I was like... Why not uh, make some money out of that? Get your green thumb in action. 100%. And I'll hook you up with some good plants too. Love it. And then I also have a commercial cleaning business. Mm-hmm. So that's what keeps me busy in the evenings, uh, mainly just offices. And then I have my usual nine to five. Of uh, course, just slot that in. in yeah, amongst, slot that. Amongst yeah. everything else, you yeah, know, yeah. amongst all the breathing and everything else I have to try and do. All the trimming and the vacuuming. Yeah. I'll also do a normal job. Um, my normal job is actually insane because fun fact, I suck at technology. Yeah. Um, even just watching you set this stuff up in front of me was (laughs) a heart attack. It was anxiety. Can I just say, I plugged USBs into the computer. Oh, (laughs) how, how did you do that? It's, it's a learned skill, I must say. But yes, we know, we know you're tech, technically not Tech dinosaur. And I'm going to throw in as well, a little bit uncoordinated. Oh, if, don't in case even anyone's wondering. Don't even get me started on the coordinated. <laughs> I had to stop reformer Pilates because of that. <laughs> um, but with my terrible technology skills, I actually surprisingly kill it at my tech sales job at HeyU. So, you know, that's a surprise really for everyone, for myself, for my boss. On my resume, I write that I'm fantastic at technology. I've got no clue, guys. It's one of those fake it till you make it type yeah, yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah, But you're doing but I'm, extremely well. But I'm doing well, well so, yeah. you know, whatever. Any cafe owners listening who want a connection, hit me up. I will put you in touch. Yes, please. 
But um, but yes. Yeah, so now you're in sales, and you obviously have all these cool, fun things going on the side. Yes, and definitely a fun and active, busy life. So why didn't you? How did you get into the plants? Like, because that started during COVID. I know that was more of a recent venture. Yeah. How did that come about? So with the plants, my dad was actually going through a little phase of potting a lot of plants for no apparent reason around the house mm-hmm. and then it got a bit out of control because there was too many <laughs> and then it was too cold so he didn't feel like doing things in the garden anymore and yeah. he was like can you just do something with this stuff I was like okay fine I'll start a business great so I got on Instagram and made wow. a page remember I asked you as <laughs> you well did. I was like you how did. do I make a page and, and then connect we started, it to my other one we started talking about Pinterest and I was like this is too Pinterest much. was too much let's just start one foot at a time <laughs> One plant at a time. One plant at a time. One seedling. <laughs> and then, yeah, so I only have an Instagram page. It's plants underscore by underscore nads. Um, doesn't get more original. So I kind of just post my photos there. And uh, I've had quite a surprising uptake of people who need plants and advice. So I'm happy to give both. Cool. Well, we might have to do another episode on plant advice. Oh, but, totally. Um, but no, I love that. It's, it's nice to have something, whether it is like a business or a hobby, just something that takes you out of the grind, 100%. you know, what you're always doing. And if you're always with tech or in office, corporate, that type of thing, if it's something to do with nature, that's great. Just gives you a bit of time to yeah. breathe, really. Yeah, which is why I love doing the boot camps. Like mm-hmm. whilst ES Fit has taken on a bit of an e-commerce online branch, we still have the physical boot camps, which keeps me outdoors. Yeah. So I love that. I totally get why that's stuck with you. Yeah. I guess I want to chat a little bit about, and for anyone who's just tuning in for the first time, or maybe you've only listened to a couple of episodes, I really just wanted to break down what is the actual balance theory and then ask Nadia what her, you know, opinion of the whole thing is. Cause I know you've really been, been with us from the start. Mm-hmm. So basically I, was thinking about the concept of work-life balance Mm -hmm. and the whole framework for me made me feel like you had work in one category, life in another. They had to be 50-50 split and they couldn't be combined. And my issue with it was I was doing all this stuff in my spare time and my mum was like to me, you work too much. And I was like, but I'm doing my podcast, like I'm doing my business stuff and it's like so much fun. Like that's not work. My work is when I'm in the office, but technically it is work, you know, like I'm not switching off or I'm not like being outdoors or whatever. And so for me, it was like this weird disconnect between they are blended, but they're technically not supposed to be. Am I not living my life enough? All this stuff. And until I came to the realization that this is not going to be my life forever. And right now I have these opportunities that allow me to give more time to these things. You know, I don't have kids. I don't have, um, you know, that many responsibilities other than myself and sometimes my partner, but I I won't, I won't um, berate him on this podcast, (laughs) but the whole, the whole point being that your balance is a unique combination of time spent in each of your areas across your health relationships and your fulfillment area. And to that point, like I didn't call the last one career because I've seen, I've read a lot of frameworks. I've, you know, seen them in books. I've listened to them at at different talks or even on TED talks and stuff. And they always call the last one career. And I just felt like that was so exclusive to people who worked. You know, when you have the majority of women, for example, or I shouldn't say that, a lot of women who are full-time mums, which in itself is a massive job. Like, yes, they're they're not financially remunerated for it, but... 
it's something it's that when you talk about yeah when you talk about careers it excludes them also excludes students also excludes you know all these people that are doing fulfilling things but are not careers so yeah. that's why i called that area fulfillment because i think when we talk about it we can't talk about just our jobs we've got to talk about our hobbies as well we've got to talk about things we're interested in so anyway that's the idea of the balance theory and the point being at any point in your life you will chop and change between how much time you're devoting to each of those areas mm-hmm. so i guess what i want to know is before listening to this podcast what was your kind of take on balance and how has that shifted over the last couple months mm-hmm. so uh maybe like towards the beginning like when we were at es fit i was um very conscious of my health my well-being like i always wanted to just be better than everyone i'm, I'm a very hard worker myself and i just always want to work harder than the person next to me, harder than the people around me. Yeah, I set extremely high standards for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's been a bad thing, Mm -hmm. um, but most of the time I find that it is something that really pushes me to just be better every single day. Mm -hmm. And I do love that. Like I love to work hard um, at improving myself, you know. And with that, my my idea of balance at the time, uh, I think at the time when I was really, you know, inspired by having a balanced life. I was at uni, so I was constantly studying. And full then, time at uni? Yeah, full yep. time at uni. Uh, also had a job. Yeah. Um, also... Which already is enough full stop, so yeah. no more. <laughs> um, trying to juggle uni, trying to juggle a job, trying to juggle staying fit, staying healthy, eating this, eating that. It was just all too much. Like, it was just eating away at my happiness and my joy. Um, so slowly, um, I think it was... ES fit where I was like I need to do some sort of fitness that takes me away from being home because mm. I am big on training at home like I think you can build your dream body in mm. your if you've got a house you've got a gym <laughs> like that's got it. a door got a gym that 100%, kind of thing. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so I was like okay I've got to give this other one a go and then just getting out and seeing other people socializing socializing yeah. it was a big um it was just moment. it was just yeah it was just like a light bulb moment like i need to do something away from my bubble because i was yeah. really in my own little bubble like i've got to do everything on my own high standards i can do this i can do that so, and so it was just almost eating away at every other aspect like uni was eating away at training training was eating away at my family life family life was eating away from my work mm. so it was just i just wasn't in the best place yeah, and, and I feel like when you um, are too much in any area, whatever that means to you, right? Like if you're a parent, you can't be too much in relationships or your family life, right? And so take this however it applies to you. But if you are excessive in any of the areas, it will start negatively impacting your other areas. I've seen it myself with like when I was calorie counting or really, really like strict with my training and dieting, like I wasn't performing as well because I just like was so fixated. Your mind was everywhere. Yeah, well, I was just so fixated on the numbers and the scales that when I would go out and socialize, I wasn't having a good time because I was just thinking about like what I can't eat, what I can eat. So it did take away from other areas of my life. So at that point, did you think that that's what your balance, like that's what it meant to be balanced? You just had to do everything. Is that what you thought? Yeah. So at the time, I thought that if I am overloading myself with every single thing, then that's how it should be. Because I'm young, I've got the time, I don't have a family to look mm. after, I don't 
have a like a I don't have like a office job or you know yeah like a real not a real career but like I didn't have hadn't a, started yeah I had just started you know working so I thought this is how it's meant to be and how did that sit with you think you know like thinking okay to be balanced is to do all the things and then feeling like you know you knew you were in a bubble and you you could feel yourself getting exhausted like how did that feel literally exhausting that's the only word and I just hate the idea of being exhausted now like now I've really realized especially with uh the balance theory and the balance theory podcast that the balance is just it's holistic it's ever-changing and you can enjoy balance you don't have to do absolutely everything at absolutely every minute um I was telling you earlier how I was like reading a book on all these nifty tricks to improve your life so I was doing about 50 nifty tricks and it was getting too much so I was meditating and praying and journaling and doing 50 push-ups just to boost my um endorphins in the morning and taking cold showers in the middle of winter and it was just a bit too much yeah so I realized like I don't actually have to do all of these things yeah I can just do what feels right at the time. Yep. Like now, I meditate maybe five to ten minutes every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, if I feel like journaling to get something off my chest, I'll journal on the rare occasion, maybe yep. even once a fortnight. Mm. Um, and you know, like I've got my daily habits that I don't know. I love to make my bed. I feel like I need. To yeah, make my well, bed. that's actually not something we ever include, but it's definitely a part of your morning routine. One hundred percent sets up like the discipline. There's a clean space, like very important. Yes. Mm. So I make my bed in the morning because I think, even if it's a terrible day, I come home and my bed is oh, made. There's nothing like And it. I can just get under the sheets and just go to bed. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Put that bed. Put that day to rest. Yeah. For so sure. make my bed. I try and meditate usually before I train just because I feel like it focuses me a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to train maybe four to five times a week, which includes a bit of strength, a bit of running, a bit of this, a bit of that, moving around. Mix it up. Mix it up. You know, whatever I feel like on the day. Nice. Um, and yeah. And then I just get along with my day so usually I like to get my training done just to keep me focused and Mm -hmm. I eat a healthy breakfast and I'm on my merry way to do all the things that I do love it and I think you've raised a really key point and this is why I love the variety of guests that I've had on the show because each of them bring you know like yes whilst the majority of people have said that they meditate or exercise like each of them have their own little quirks and their own little things that they do in the morning Mm -hmm. that vary from the other and I think it's just uh, it just serves like this whole podcast literally just serves as information for people to then trial and error different things themselves. So 100%. like, I don't want anyone to listen to any of the podcasts and be like, oh, I've got to do exactly that if I want to be like that, you know, because you will burn out. You will think you have to do all the things, but I'm exactly like you. Like I tried the journaling thing and to be honest, I find it more therapeutic when I'm in the mood or I just feel like I need to do it. 100%. Pick up the pen, just do it. But it's not something I do every day, no you know, but then I have the things I do every day and and there are things I do now that I didn't do last year. So it's just about like totally. as things pop up and you try them, you like them, you don't like them, you get over it, whatever it is, yeah. like just being open to the different things. And that's how you create your balance and ongoingly like upkeep it, yeah. I'd say. 
I totally agree with the getting over something because mm. maybe a couple months ago, so two of the things that really stood out for me in your podcast, two of the guests, one of them was Helen from Whole Health mm-hmm. because prior to that, I was trying to do high intensity training maybe four times a week and that is just, I'm five foot two. I <laughs> you got to eat a lot for that. I Exactly. I'm five foot two. I don't weigh an excessive amount and I'm... Bought an Apple Watch. Wow, techno Nadia with an Apple Watch. And <laughs> I was watching... Surprised it wasn't like a Nintendo watch or something. <laughs> ha ha. What's that? Funny. <laughs> um, so I would watch... I would check out... Because I had my friends on my watch. Someone set that up for me. I'd be like, wow, she's doing the exact same workout as me. And she's killing... And she's like doing all these calories. But mine's like half of that. And it was just too much for me to handle. Because I was like, why are comparison. all these people... Yeah, too much comparison. So I was like, maybe I need to train harder. So then I started waking up even earlier than I do. By the way, I wake up at 4.45. Anything with a four is not a que- in, the, in the question for me. Not. <laughs> Sometimes it, you get a lot done. You get a lot I'm done. sure you do. The world is peaceful. <laughs> um, so I was trying to do all these exercises and trying to keep up with people that are like 50 times stronger than me, 50 times healthier than me, taller than me, heavier than me, whatever. And I was just like, I couldn't keep up. I was like, why are these people beating me? Mm. So then when I was listening to Helen, she was like saying, she was saying something along the lines of, um, why are you, she was talking about why you do something. Yeah. So then it it dawned on me, dawned on me that I was trying to just beat people who are running a completely different race. Mm. So I had to turn the notifications off. That's a big one. Yeah. Turn the notifications off. So I don't know what they're doing. Um, and just kind of run my own race and just, uh, do my own thing for myself. So now I do maybe two strength days, a bit of Pilates. I run a lot now too. Mm. Uh, one of your guest listeners got me into that. The run Um, that was the run day boys. Yeah. 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 Shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. And then, um, another one that stood out for me was the, before you, just before you go on to the next point. I just want to chime in because I think this is so important. Like the idea that you need to compare to other people really takes you away from your why because it becomes no longer a question of being present with yourself and what you want to achieve and more about just keeping up with the Joneses, you know. And yeah. when it comes to your health and fitness, that's it's it's really silly when you think about it because your health is such a personal thing to then you know, try and piggyback on someone else's journey who brings with them a completely different, you know, spectrum of experiences and goals and, and, you know, just different preferences is like, you're already setting yourself up for failure almost. But I I think that's a good tip. Like if you feel like you're constantly comparing yourself to people's training, maybe like not checking in on their socials or turning off your watch notifications is a good way to kind of not feel like disheartened yeah. with your own efforts but yeah bringing back the why why are you doing something very important 100% mm. so at the moment I'm happy to say that I'm probably the fittest and the happiest I've ever been Woo, woo! a big <laughs> shout out to me you know yeah. doing doing the right things <laughs> so yeah it really was just um focusing on what works for me yep. what I need um you know I like to run not just for the fitness it's also like a it's almost meditative or like a mental yes. health type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Really gives you a break because the only thing you can focus on those is legs. I need to breathe and I need to keep moving. It's actually a good point because like it's like when you're in an ice bath, you actually can't focus on you anything can't. else, which is why they're good tools to use to 
like for, for mental mental health. So yeah. love that. Totally. Love that. So you were going to tell me about a second guest that really stood out. So another thing that I really liked in one of the podcasts was habit stacking. Oh, how um, good was that? That was fantastic. One of my favorites too. 100%. I think it was episode 22 with Haley. Jeez, you're better than I am. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> um, I did my homework. And then, um, yeah, so I really like the idea of habit stacking. And one thing that I've kind of started incorporating into my life is just to move, even if I'm like just daily movement. So even if I'm not doing a big workout during the day, I like to wake up, do my little meditation and then do 20 reps of anything. Mm. So whether it be like 10 10 push-ups and 10 burpees, Mm -hmm. great. Or like 20 squats, great. I've done something. I've moved. Better than nothing. Yeah. So, you know, it just kind of gets you moving, gets the blood flowing, gives you a little morning stretch. So... Yeah, so it was another one that I really liked. So you've you've then just stacked that onto your normal morning routine. So yeah. you've already got your morning routine. You just include that on top. Yeah. yeah, love that. No, and for anyone who hasn't listened to that episode yet, habit stacking was basically if you are trying to incorporate a new habit or like, you know, there's something you want to incorporate into your daily routine, try and find something you already do every single day and stack that habit onto the old one so that the half the effort's already there. So for example, if you want to practice being grateful, right? And that for you is you're going to just think of three things in your mind. Think of something you do every single day. Maybe it's making your bed. Maybe it's brushing your teeth or walking to the bus or the train. Pick that time to mentally go through what you're doing. Because something like brushing your teeth is not much thought. You just do it on autopilot. So you could really use that time to just be in your head and thinking, you know, so that's that's basically what that is. But that that's probably one of my key takeaways from all my episodes as well so i'm really glad you picked up on that too love it. um and i love i love that your idea of balance is now just something that's working for you like that makes me so happy that's that's why i've done this podcast it's just to you know equip people to own their own balance understand what what's working for them and be critical of it too it's it's not to say you listen to the podcast, you're going to be a balanced guru. I'm certainly not. I'll be the first one to say that. But it's about having that openness and being like, you know what? I can challenge my beliefs. I can challenge my norms. I can adapt and, and ad- you know, like try out new things. And that's cool. And it's always a puzzle moving piece situation. So. And it's not, yeah, 100%. It's not rigid. So maybe, maybe mm. next week I'm going to try journaling every single day that's who fine. knows who's, yeah. who's who's gonna stop me and no one's checking up on you either yeah, exactly. that's a thing like you have to be accountable for yourself. yourself yes and that's it. just a quick word from the sponsor of today's podcast if you haven't paid any attention to the quality of your gym accessories or feel like the ones you have kill your vibe just a little then this is for you ESFit is a brand i've co-founded with my best friend to bring all fitness lovers the confidence to sweat in style I'm talking considered luxe fitness accessories, ranging from cotton bands that don't roll or dig to full-size sweat towels that cover you from head to toe and actually don't take up all the space in your bag. The list goes on, but you can check it all out for yourself at esfit.com.au or on Instagram at esfit, double underscore. And for all my beautiful balances, we're offering $15 off at the checkout when you use the code BALANCE. Um, Okay, so when we were chatting originally, I did ask you to share with me some of the most profound, I guess, points that you've now integrated into your own life. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we spoke about, and I don't want to limit this to a single podcast because I feel like so many people have, have spoken about this and 100%. it's something I'm really, really passionate about too. It's the idea of having to fill your own cup up before you can give to others. Mm-hmm. And I know so many people have this self-guilt when it comes to self-care. 
you know, and, and they, one of my guests called it the mum guilt mm-hmm. for, for mums listening. I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. And, and just anyone else in general, maybe you're just so busy. You don't spend enough time with your family, whatever it is, anything you feel guilty for that you feel like when you do things for yourself, even if it's just taking time out to relax, you feel guilty. Like you should be doing other things. Now, filling your cup up is so important because then you're coming from a full place. So, you know, you've got two situations. The first is you're completely burnt out and you know you've got to go see your mom and dad. You haven't seen them in a week. You go mm-hmm. there and you're basically half present because you're exhausted. Everything they're saying is just annoying you're just you. Picking a fight, yeah, basically. because you're just tired and you don't really want to be there, but you feel like you have to be there. That's scenario A, but you've gone and seen your parents. Mm-hmm. Scenario B is, you know what, mom and dad, I am exhausted. I really need to take this night for myself. You rest, you recharge, and you go and see him the next night or the next week, and you're fully present and there. 100%. Now people You'd feel enjoy guilty that so much more, right? But in the moment, these these feelings of obligations and any wogs listening know what I'm talking about. Oh God, the obligations in the family. You know, like you've got two options there. You can go and whatever, like keep your promise or whatever that means for you and your family. But like you really are going to be half present. So you know, you need to decide what what's better for you but that's just a simple example of what we mean by filling a cup up first so then you can give more to other people um so now i'm gonna hand the mic over (laughs) why don't you tell me a little bit about how that's made an impact on your life Mm -hmm. so in terms of filling the cup i absolutely am for it you must be selfish be selfish fuck it you know yeah who's there to stop you You need to look after yourself before you can look after anyone else. And I am... So, me personally, I give a lot of love wherever I go. I like to, you know... She did. She brought a candle over. (laughs) Well, I'm a wog. wog, And it was the first time I was coming inside your new home. So, I had to. Um, But yeah, so I bring a lot of love and I try and give as much as I can where I see fit. Mm -hmm. Um, I have very high standards in terms of my, my own personal life and my work life as well. Um, and I just need to protect myself, you know, because I, that's a lot of energy that I have to give out to people. Yeah. So I've got my family to look after. I've got my beautiful boyfriend to look after. I've got my friends that I have to juggle as well. Mm. You know, they've got jobs that are not nine to five. So it's like, are you free for 10 minutes today? And Mm. she's like, yeah, okay. So we make it work. Um, and on that point, having people that you know, understand you and respect that if you don't text them back in five minutes, it's cool. It's so important. Oh, I will not text you back for weeks. <laughs> don't you worry. I need to learn to unlock my phone before I can text you back. <laughs> what is face ID? <laughs> oh, I don't even have it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so giving well over a hundred percent into my day. So I, that's what I use my first couple of hours of the morning for mm. to fill my cup. So all these things that I do in the morning, I do it for myself to keep me grounded, to yep. keep me sane. Um, I love things being tidy. So when I wake up, if something's a mess, I quickly tidy that up, make my bed, mm. do my this, do my that, meditate, work out. So by, say, 8.30, just before I have to start work, I am fully charged, fully present, very ready. I don't really waste my time using, like... I know I'm a sucker technology, but... In terms of that, like the spare time that I do have, I don't watch a lot of Netflix. I'm... Probably helps if you don't know how to get on the homepage. Ha ha, I've got it <laughs> bookmarked. Um, so I don't spend a lot of time on Netflix. I'm not constantly scrolling through Instagram. A lot of the notifications are off. Yeah. Um, another thing you taught me was the um, 
Do not disturb. Yes. That's the best feature. thing in the world. Yeah, it is. For anyone who hasn't used that, if you have your phone like out or, or on for work, um, you know, just putting on do not disturb means it won't pop up with the notifications and you can just, you can still check your phone and they'll all be on the home screen, but it's not like lighting up. Yes. The only thing I would say though, is if you're getting incoming calls, it will automatically cut them off. So if you're expecting or making calls, like obviously not the best feature, but if you're just like doing computer stuff, it's the best thing. And then you can just self-discipline check when you need to. Totally. I love it. That's mm. the best thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So just with my, I just, because I've got like, you know, high standards, lots of love. Mm. I have high quality downtime. Yeah. So, and my friends all know it. My family all know it too. Like if I, if I need some time off, I definitely stand away. Yeah, chill the fuck out before you burn the fuck out. That's for sure. Should, should hashtag that make it a shirt or something <laughs> i'll make i'll make the shirt that's it sure um no that's good but i do want to ask you do you feel like even though you have this high quality self-care downtime do you still feel like you fall into those moments where you feel that guilt where you feel like you're giving from an empty place because i don't know i'm only asking you because i know that i'm exactly the same i have my priorities in the morning where i give i fill up my cup and sometimes the day is just crazy, totally. you know, and you just get emptied so fast and then you still have to give and you're just coming from this place of emptiness. So it's then like you've got to make more time to recharge. If not, you just never catch up and you're not 100%. going in a burnout loop. It's so, just exhaustion. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what are your kind of go to's or what do you do when you start to feel like that? So totally agree. I think humans just love predictability. But sometimes when we do have a spanner in the works. Um, you just don't know what to do. Mm. Sometimes I will, I'll be completely honest. I'll just freak out and not know what to do. I'll just be like, okay, I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah. If I can't it's mental do rest. hundred percent. Um, if I can't do something like that, then I will try to give as much as I can at that time. Mm-hmm. And just, just before bed, I'll just remind myself like, Hey, it was a day, you know, whether it was a good day or a bad day, it was a day you're alive. You're above the ground. Take Gratitude. the rest. Yeah. Take the rest. And then tomorrow is a new day where we can recharge again yep. and just, you know, give give a little more. That's right. And get into your freshly made bed at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. That bed's already made. So, <laughs> But I think one of like de- gratitude definitely at the end of like a crazy day. And the other thing is like be realistic with what's in your control. Yep. Like often we get so – and this actually happened to me last week. Like you get so worked up about things that are not even in your control – so you just need to reel it back and say like you did the best you could with the information you had or knowledge you had at the time 100%. and you'll just deal with it moving forward. Like things will always work out in the end. So yeah, yeah it's and just about don't dwell on it. You know, mm-hmm. what's done is done. That's, That's it. it. Keep going. Keep just recharge. Forward. Just don't let that day go and then forget about it. You do need, I, feel, I, I actually look at my energy like an iPhone battery. Like if I've wasted it all, I can't just you know, like just push on and do the next day. I've got to recharge 100%. somehow. So if I've already done my morning routine, like I have to do something that night or at least that week, you know, clear my schedule. If that means canceling plans, just get it done. Like yeah. you need to recharge. If not, you end up just going so far in the burnout road. There's a little prospect it's hard to come back. of turning back. Yeah. 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 Now, one of the other things you did mention to me was your need to be in control of everything. Or I don't know if that's current or past or sometimes, but why don't you talk to me a little bit about that? Because I feel like it's a very shared experience, this desire. And I feel like with people who are high performers, have high standards for themselves, it's quite a natural thing that comes with that. 
you're feeling like you're responsible for a lot of things that you need to be in control and kind of coordinate. Well, maybe coordination is not the right word for you. Yeah. But, uh, you know, have a little bit of control over the things around you. So why don't you talk to me a bit about that and what that means for your balance, either past or present? Yeah. So in that was a great way to put it, by the way. So especially with me um, just trying to always do so well, I found that me trying to be in control of all the little things in my life was starting to have a really bad outward impact. Mm. So there was a few new people coming into my life, you know, people that I'm not really familiar with or not familiar with how they do things. And because I am a little bit, I like to call it anal retentive, I don't think I have OCD, but, you know, we'll, we'll name it something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started having High a bit of High attention to detail. Oh, we'll put, we'll put that one on the resume. <laughs> um, so it started kind of having like a domino effect. Mm. Um, and the worst part was that it was having this negative impact on the people that were the closest to me. Yeah. So family members, I'm not going to name exactly who, but I'm mostly family members and just people that I'm with on a daily basis. Um, so can you give me an example of like, so I like things to be really tidy and I was somewhere and things were a bit messy and I was like, Oh, why don't you just tidy it up? Yeah. Why don't you just, yeah, just putting your why don't you just sweep preferences yeah. on others. Yeah, 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 100%. So I was like, why do I, I went home and I'm like, why do they do this like that? Like, mm. why do they not just tidy up? What's wrong with that? Or my sister, she's um, 10 years younger than me, so I'm basically her mum. She'll come and show me something and be like, this is so funny. Please watch it. And it's not funny. <laughs> I'm like, how? Like, why, why are you watching this stuff? <laughs> like a mum. I'm like, why are you watching this stuff? Um, but then I was speaking to someone who I met, um, she's a psychologist and I was telling her all these problems that I, not these problems, but just my attentive tendencies. Like, I don't know, like if I could, this is annoying me, this is annoying me. I just want it to be like this, this, this. Um, and she just looked at me and was like, you need to chill the fuck out because no one is your duplicate Mm. and you just need to live and let live. So mm. I love that. That is definitely a brain tattoo that I have. <laughs> Every single day I have to wake up and tell myself that I need to live and let live. So basically I live my own life the way I want to live my life and the people around me, they can do whatever they want because I am absolutely not in control of their life. Yeah. And that's it's quite freeing when you embrace that. Right? 100%. Because if you... And, and back to what you were saying about like the negative impact, once you start feeling like you don't have control, because let's face it, you only have control over your own actions. So yes. if you live in this world where you feel like external things to you should be in your control, you're already on edge. 100%. And then it starts spilling over into your attitude, your mood, and then the way you do things are probably not going to be to your standard and you're yeah. therefore are out of control of even your own actions. So you're like the hitting dom- the nail on the head. Yeah. It was like, so I've been stressful. There. Like I've been there before. Just unnecessary stress on your life. And then you end up being in this reactive state where the smallest things will just peel off, you know? And oh, you, God. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Like forks in the sink. That's like my oh. don't go there. <laughs> but let's not. That's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anal retentive Nadia and Erica. <laughs> Let me know, guys, if you want to hear that <laughs> yeah, or <yeah>. not. <laughs> but um, but no, it's very freeing when you just accept that everyone is just doing the best they can at that time. And I'm actually going to bring the making your bed situation. So I was chatting to a girlfriend of mine and we were talking about, I, I said something like, I can't leave my house unless my bed is made. And that's not just like sheets pulled up. It has to be like no creases. The pillows have to look nice. I want it to just look crisp. So 100%. when I get home, it's, it feels fresh. And she's like, 
I, the way I was raised was we leave the doona everything open so the the bed airs during the day, which I thought in itself was an interesting concept because I feel like it feels cleaner if it's shut. But then her argument also had merit. Yeah. So I was a bit like, you know what? Everyone just comes from things, how they've been raised and the way they're wired. And so everyone's just doing things to the best of their ability at that point in time. When you accept that, it's so fucking freeing because oh. you're just like, okay, they're just doing their best. Yep. It's not they how I would have done it. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, what, what is it to you? Like yeah. you're still doing what you want, how you want. And if you live with a bunch of people, then you kind of know what you signed up for. Yeah. You know, like yeah, there's yeah. not, unless you live by yourself, then that's one thing. If it's, um, I, I will say the only exception to this is group assignments because, you don't know, when people don't start. pull their weight and that's out of your control, but that still annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably my only exception to the rule. <laughs> Thank God but, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But in general, you know, like just having that mindset and just being comfortable with your own decisions and what you're in control of is very very freeing and allows you then to embrace your balance and your areas in in just different ways totally Mm. like i just found i was being way too hard on myself yeah and it was just unrealistic totally totally so definitely more balanced now more zen um i've put my hands in prayer for the people who can't see me (laughs) um yeah but definitely more freeing so just live and let live yeah definitely love that love that now, to finish, I want to know, what do you want to see more of? I want to see more podcasts, 100%. <laughs> keep them coming. I will keep them coming. That's guaranteed for sure. But anything specific that you feel like could just fit nicely with our framework? Maybe like, you know, with your guests that come on, maybe in terms of what they kind of where they come from Mm. maybe asking them like a book recommendation or maybe a quote or something that they really like Mm. or that they resonate with yeah yeah i always love piling on the book recommendations and it's funny that you've said that because before i started the podcast and thinking about what it was going to be because i read a lot i was thinking i should just start just like doing book reviews but then i was like if i'm doing one podcast a week that's a book a week like i just can't commit to that right now but no, definitely. If anyone listening does want to hear some book reviews ongoingly or me getting that suggestion from guests, definitely let me know. Um, and maybe something a bit more interactive because I really, really love that initial episode that was like, um, you know, rate your life. Yeah, like a, an activity, yeah, doing an activity even together. like a, I don't know if you want to call it this, this might be my business brain, but a SWOT analysis. So like a personal <laughs> strengths and weaknesses type thing. And yeah. You know, that might be something that people would really want to know about themselves or they might learn something about themselves that way. Yeah. Get them thinking. Well, I mean, if I end up doing a Monday Muse on a personal SWOT analysis, you can trademark this conversation. Perfect. That's it. (laughs) Well, before we go, do you have any book suggestions for us? (laughs) Oh my God. Book recommendation for me. Let's kick it off. Yeah. Oh, so it started already. (laughs) I think um, one of the books that I really have loved, I've read it multiple times, is called... Uh, the Happiness Advantage by okay. Sean uh, Actor, I think. Yep. Um, but yeah, definitely a book uh, that really just hones in on happiness and um, just making sure that, you know, you stay grateful and you make the most of your time. Love it. Well, I'll definitely add that to my list <laughs> as well. Um, and I lied. I do have one more question. For anyone who um, hasn't really 
listened to all the episodes yet. If you had to pick two episodes that they absolutely had to listen to non-negotiable, which mm-hmm. ones would they be? And it can be ones you've spoken about already today. Non-negotiable and you should probably listen to them. I really, I actually really enjoyed the one with Giuliano because okay. he was really left of feel. Yeah. Yes, I loved it because I resonate quite a bit with him. Like I'm relentless like that too. Yeah. If things are not serving me, bye. Yeah. That's it. Um, I feel like that's a good one if you need some like just someone to abrupt, kick you in the butt. Yeah, like a bit of abrupt advice. He's very like you know no bullshit kind of mindset. So and if you're into business as well, I feel like that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Um, and one that I really loved because I just found it really wholesome and grounding mm-hmm. was the one with your friend Nick um, from Run Day. From Run Day, yeah. So I actually started going to Run Day and I was like hoping that maybe I'll bump into him and be like, <laughs> hey, I loved your podcast. Um, but now I'm actually just at Run Day chasing my PB and yet to meet Nick. So uh, Nick, if you're there, come to a uh, Bay Run. <laughs> <laughs> come, come get your Nadia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come chase after me. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, no, that was also a good one. It was a, I think, a nice discussion. Like a on clarifying one. Spirituality, on finding your purpose, um, that sort of thing. Well, I'm glad you answered that and you didn't ask me because I find it hard picking and choosing because mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many takeaways. But no, that's good. That's a good place to start if um, you know you just want to listen to two to get a bit of a taste for what has happened in the last 30 or so episodes so definitely go and check them out but i just want to thank you so much for your time it was really really nice chatting today and getting to know a little bit more about you and how you've connected to the podcast Mm -hmm. and i'm really really glad we did this well i'm so glad i'm here supporting you in real time like actual support yeah yeah not just vicariously and (laughs) not not just the only five star rating i can give Speaking of, if you haven't left a review, get onto it. Oh, yeah. she. I know how to do that. That's yeah, one yeah, thing I can do. Did I send you a screen recording? I think you did, yeah. yeah, yeah. This well, is if anyone needs it. that, let me know. So thank you again for your time and for sharing all your personal you know, insights into the show and your life today. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see how much more or less tech savvy you get as the oh, years roll on. No worries. And if anyone needs some plants, let me know. Oh, yeah. The plants are easy to look after. <laughs> Thanks, Anards. And that's a wrap for this week, Balancers. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found this episode useful to some degree in either steering or determining your definition of balance today. As always, the biggest compliment for us is if you share this episode with someone who you feel might need it, or if you're on Spotify, you can click follow or on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating or review. If you have any suggestions for up and coming podcasts, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email. Our Instagram is at the balance theory and our email is the balance theory podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you've always got the option of subscribing to our mailing list. We only send you email reminders when the episodes drop so you get them fresh out of the oven. No annoying spam, we promise. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and until next time, stay balanced. Oh,